The following is a presentation from the Recycling Council of Alberta's 2020 webinar series, Advancing a Circular Economy, Policy Changes Across Canada. The RCA would like to thank our supporters for making this webinar possible, including the partner for this session, the Recycling Council of British Columbia, Platinum Sponsor, the Alberta Beverage Container Recycling Corporation, and the sponsor of this session, Retrack Connect. Transforming the way government agencies manage and measure their waste and recycling programs. To learn more about their software, visit retrack.com. R-E-T-R-A-C.com. In this podcast, Ryan Parmenter, the Director of the Plastics and Marine Litter Division at Environment and Climate Change Canada, shares the latest federal updates on the actions to advance a circular economy across the country. Uh, good morning, everyone, and thank you very much for that um, uh, that introduction. Uh, it's nice to um, virtually meet uh, everyone. And um, for those of you who know, the the outgoing director of the of the position that I'm filling is um, is Jacinthe Seguin. So um, for those that know her, those are those are big shoes that I'm trying to fill. So um, I'll do my best uh, on working um, through that. So I just wanted to um, kick off. It's the, the timing of giving this presentation is really excellent. Um, as folks may know, um, our minister recently announced on October 7th, um, the proposed integrated management approach for plastics. Um, and this is kind of one of the early opportunities that we get to kind of share um, the proposal that were, is, has been developed. And also it's a great chance to get a little bit of a feedback um, from folks. Um, so I look forward to, um, to hearing from you but I'll just walk through um, some of the, uh, the slides and give you some information first. Uh, so just to get started, this is just kind of setting the stage a little bit, um, providing kind of the, um, the overall context uh, and really just highlighting kind of the critical role that plastics play um, in the economy and all the sectors uh, that go into kind of the, the production of, of plastics. Um, but also at the same time, um, as folks know, we really need to kind of work on and address the uh, pollution and waste issue, um, both from an environmental standpoint, but also from an economic standpoint and uh, the lost value uh, as we kind of work towards a more circular economy. So just moving to the next slide. Thank you very much. Um, so this is uh, to tell you that the federal government is working across multiple um, work streams to try and advance um, issues related to plastics. Um, today's presentation really kind of focuses on the policies and regulatory package that is being proposed by the federal government. But I just wanted to highlight that obviously there's kind of a, a broader stream of work that is underway on a number of different fronts. Next slide, please, Tammy. Thank you. Okay, so further just kind of developing the case for um, an integrated management approach, um, there's obviously a lot of key challenges that folks are likely very familiar with um, on addressing the kind of the, the, the issues related to plastic and those extend from, you know, the markets themselves, uh, the competitive price points, uh, the collection rates and the various issues around those. Um, also just the and the collection and recovery rates. Um, so what these challenges really highlight is that in kind of um, a very linear um, uh, economic approach, each of the stages of the plastic um, uh, economy kind of presents challenges, but also opportunities. And therefore there isn't a single measure that kind of can be implemented in order to kind of address um, all of those factors. 
So the idea is that um, kind of a range of solutions are required to kind of address the issues along that life cycle change. Next slide, please. Thank you. Um, so the proposal that's being put forward is to use the Canadian Environmental Protection Act as the means for the federal government to work for towards addressing these issues. Um, so you'll see the intention that's been kind of kicked off by the minister recently on October the 7th is to propose the listing of plastic manufactured items. Um, and this was in adding that to, to Schedule 1 of the Canadian Environmental um, Protection Act. And what this does, the intention of this is to, um, this tool and this mechanism is allowed to, the, allows the federal government a flexible and tailored approach. Um, so we welcome folks' uh, input and perspective on whether this is the right way to do things and whether you know, that is the right wording to kick off that. But the intention behind that is literally to open up a toolkit for the federal government um, that will allow to take measures um, targeted flexible and specific at the different life cycle points uh, to address the issues of plastic. Next slide, please. Okay, so folks may be um, familiar, but just in case I'll kind of walk through what is being proposed and then the process that kind of undergoes so that folks are aware of this. Um, so the there's three main elements to the integrated management approach that is being put forward uh, by the federal government. The first of which is a proposal to ban or restrict some harmful, harmful single-use plastics, obviously where warranted and supported by science. The second key element is really um, introducing performance uh, requirements and kind of looking at the end markets for recycled plastics. And some of that initial work would obviously begin with kind of definitions and standards there. And then third, folks might also be familiar with um, working with provinces and territories on extended producer uh, responsibility um, policies and seeing what, if any, role the federal government could play in kind of advancing that national action. So it's a very stepwise process. To date, we've completed a science assessment and that's publicly available on our website. Um, we've kicked off the process by listing plastic manufactured on Schedule 1 under the Canadian Environmental Protection Act. We've also um, publicly released the risk management options discussion paper. So that's available. So the first three bubbles have been completed, um, which kicks off a, a consultation process um, that is hopeful that the next steps will be kind of public, publishing draft regulations in the following year. And then um, the minister has announced an intention to try and um, have those um, regulations coming into force before the end of next year as well too. Okay, so this is just a, a simple graphic to kind of illustrate that um, there's a, the integrated management approach and the, the three elements that are kind of working through. So the next slides of the, of the presentation will kind of go through um, the framework to manage single-use plastics, discuss a little bit in um, product performance standards, and also talk about end-of-life responsibility. Okay, so the first... A uh, real issue that the integrated approach talks about is addressing single-use plastics. And this um, starts to outline, there's a number of issues related with that, kind of what's the, what's the scope. But I think folks can generally agree that um, the use of single-use plastics is growing. The variety of the products that are considered single-use plastics is also growing. Um, and they come in different forms. So it can be packaging, convenience items, or essential items as well, too. But these also represent kind of a broad range of challenges um, as well too. And 
the recycling sector obviously kind of knows some of these issues. Um, you know, uh, do they cause issues in the recycling process? Um, do some of them compost or not compost? Do they have impacts on wastewater system? But also there's also um, environmental issues and the harm to wildlife that some of these products can um, create. So this is again, further, in, uh, further indicates an interest and a need for a flexible approach that can address each of these different items because each of these categories, the items and the issues associated with them uh, can vary quite widely from, from item to item. So we'll just move on to the next slide, please. So this um, is the proposed framework that the federal government has established in how it came up with the rationale for uh, dealing with the harmful single-use plastics. So it's a three-step process. I won't spend too much time going through them, cognizant of, of the time that I allotted for the presentation, but the first step is really about categorization. Um, so that's assessing whether kind of um, there's an issue related to the environment, whether there are value recovery issues and some of the, um, the items that I discussed on the previous slide, or are there issues that this is an essential function and there aren't viable alternatives and that's something that needs to be addressed. So that's kind of the, the categorization uh, step. Then you move forward into, so with that in mind, then you move to setting the management objectives. So it's eliminating or reducing um, the item or potentially it's more about making sure that we can kind of get our hands on more of it and increasing the recycle rate of those plastics. And then third, after going through those steps, you can kind of consider what's the best approach to do with it. Is it a ban? Is it a restriction? Um, is it something that you, again, uh, adjust the system or increase the use of re reusable products? Is it more about recycled content? Or are there other kind of recycling requirements or um, extended producer responsibilities that should be looked at as part of a management approach? So I'm just going to turn, so that covers that. We'll move to the next slide, please. So using that as a framework, um, Environment and Climate Change Canada has gone through those steps and developed a potential list of uh, items that could be banned. And based on this approach, um, the idea is that um, we want to hear feedback on this, obviously, but the list that we came up with um, based on their issues related to the environment, whether um, uh, it's a, a value recovery issue or whether there are alternatives available. And what they established was checkout bags, straws, cutlery, stir sticks, six packs rings, and food service wear. Um, so those were the issues that were identified. And, and so we're welcoming feedback. That's the, the, now you understand the process and then the list, but the idea is that we wanna hear from stakeholders through this engagement process is really, are these items problematic for recycling? And folks may or may disagree with, with our list. Some may think the list is too large or too small and we look forward to kind of hearing from that. And also, uh, are there any specific kind of considerations that we should keep in mind when we're defining a ban or a restriction use? So these are some of the questions that we're, we're reaching out to folks like yourselves and other stakeholders um, in Canada to, to define and, and inform our approach and see if this is the right list and this is the right way forward. Okay, so the next slide, we move on to um, end, of, end markets for recycled plastic. And this is kind of um, looking at minimum, the issue of minimum recycled content. And this is, addresses some of the previous challenges that uh, we, talk, we talked about. 
Um, can you create a market demand and lessen the pressure for recyclers to compete with the cost of virgin, virgin uh, resin? Um, now, obviously any approach would need to be reflect um, the regulatory needs such as food safety standards um, and the realities of each of the different products. Um, so the design needs to consider those kind of issues. So the proposed approach would kind of look at um, that we're putting forward note for consideration is a minimum percentage of recycled content. Um, you know, what would the rules, the rules for measuring and reporting and what are the techni technical guidelines and tools? So the, the um, options of approaches available or considerations being, um, uh, could it potentially be done by the resin type, uh, by the product category or sector or more on um, economy wide approach. Um, so we're welcoming feedback on, on what folks think might be the most um, advantageous way of approaching it. And also, you know, what are the other considerations that we need to take in mind when designing these requirements and also implementing them? So there's some really good um, key questions out there for folks to consider. So this is the final element here of the, of the proposed plan that we're putting forward. Um, so this is all about kind of um, the end of life uh, responsibility and uh, the solutions required across uh, Canada. So this is essentially looking at, um, you know, the, some of the feedback that we've received is that uh, some stakeholders are interested in an extended producer responsibility program that is both consistent, comprehensive and transparent. And we would kind of want to confirm that with folks. And also obviously the federal government um, wouldn't be moving forward uh, on this without, uh, this is obviously being led at the kind of um, provincial and territorial level. In, um, in advancing this. And the question we would have is kind of, um, are there any, is there a role for the federal government um, and what gaps in EPR could be considered for action by the federal government and specifically kind of how could that potentially be done? So those are some of the, the key questions that we're, um, we're putting out and looking forward for feedback. So I'm just gonna turn to what I think is my last slide here. And this is just outlining the next steps. So um, uh, obviously we've, we've posted the discussion paper and the link is provided at the bottom of the slide there. Um, we have until December 9th uh, to hear kind of feedback on the integrated management approach that we've put forward. Um, so that's the public comment period. And we really are seeking kind of feedback from all stakeholders on the proposed approach. Um, very shortly, hopefully in the next day or two, yourselves and perhaps your networks will be um, uh, identify, uh, uh, notified of, of six webinars. So we're gonna try and organize a series of webinars to get kind of feedback on, on the discussion paper and the key questions that we raised. And as noted earlier in the presentation, the intention is to kind of move forward into posting some of those draft regulations um, in 2021 after we've kind of received the feedback on the best approach. Thank you for listening to this 2020 webinar series podcast. Search for On the Cusp, Alberta's Circular Podcast on iTunes and Google Play for more from the RCA or visit recycle.ab.ca to see the full presentations.